Hello, and welcome back to another episode of East Baseball on the Mic. I'm your host, Hope Shortridge, back with another episode. Today, I have two guests with me, Junior Owen Lessig. What's going on, guys? And sophomore Jeter Worthley. What's up? I'm a catcher, and then secondary-wise, I mean, I middle infielder, outfield, just wherever I'm needed, but... And I'm a middle infielder, and I pitch a little bit, but middle infield mainly. Today we have a lot of things to talk about, but first we're going to dabble into Jeter. Tell us about where you're committed and what that looked like for you. So I'm committed to the University of Michigan under Coach Tracy Smith and Coach Ben Greenspan. And it was just like a crazy process for me because I was younger when I committed and um, I didn't even like have a high school practice before like I got my offer to go there. And so, I mean, it was just all, it felt rushed, but at the same time, it's like I knew where I wanted to be there. So, I mean, if, you, if it feels like the right spot to be, like, do it. Like, even, even if it might feel early, just, like, go for it. Michigan is your dream school, correct? Correct. So, you committed your freshman year of high school. I was 15, 15 years old, yeah. 15 years old. What did it look like going into that decision with your family? Yeah, my, for the most part, my parents were supportive. Like I said, like, my dad kind of, like, made sure I didn't rush my decision because, like, it's a big decision to make. Like, you're going to be spending four years there under who's ever coaching. And I actually originally committed. It was a different coaching staff than what it is now. And, again, like, I gave it time when the first coaching staff left because I felt that that was where I wanted to be. So when, I, um, when the coaching staff left, I just kind of took my time and I had the same conversation with my parents that I did before I committed as – like, do you feel comfortable under this new coaching staff? Like, build a relationship with them because, I mean, that's a yeah. big part to it. And just the relationship you have with them. Absolutely. And then, Owen, did you know Jeter when he committed? I did not because Jeter and another one of our teammates, Joey Senstock, they both committed around the same time where they were both pretty young. And yeah. I had no clue, never met them before. But, like, as seasons go on and I play football with Jeter – I mean, I just got to know him a lot more, but I had no clue who he was, really. Given that you didn't know him, what was your initial reaction to hearing he had committed? Originally, when kids usually, like, commit super early, I'm like, well, they've never really played high school before. But, like, then when season kept going and I, like, got to watch Jeter, like, I knew that, I mean, it was a good choice. He's good. Like, this kid's good. Next, we are going to talk about summer baseball. More specifically, club versus legion. Jeter, what did you play last year? I played uh, club baseball with Nebraska Prospects this summer. And what did you play last summer, Owen? I played Varsity Carpetland is what our sponsor was for Lincoln East. Jeter, what would you say are the benefits of club baseball? Well, I think the main one is just like getting your name out there. Like, I felt at least the Legion schedule is pr like primarily around Nebraska, so it was like kind of hard to get your name out there like right away. I know this summer like Lonick made an effort to try to like go more places, like do more. Yeah. And so like for prospects at least, it was like during June we didn't even we were home for like one week because we were always traveling, always like trying to get the proper exposure we need. And again, like for me, it was a little different because I was already committed before I played, and so at that time it was just like I felt the competition was a little like different at that time and so um that's been probably the main benefit just the different exposure i felt you could get at that time so 
And Owen, what would you say are the benefits of Legion Baseball? Uh, one of the main benefits is, to me is you're around your teammates who you were with in the spring, and you can just make more connections. And to be honest, we're really lucky to have Lonick as our coach because a lot of Legion teams, they stayed only in Nebraska, and we were super lucky to go play in Boston and at Louisville, Kentucky. But, I mean, yeah, we were super lucky because we still got a lot of the exposure, maybe not as much as Jeter did, but we still got to travel and go to tournaments where we were playing against club teams. But I'd say, I mean, we're still in Nebraska, but you just make a ton of more connections with your teammates and you're just around them. You're with them with the spring. It's just overall really good for yeah, me. Yeah, I think that's <clears throat> like this upcoming summer is going to be different because it's like they said they went to Boston and like Louisville and stuff and like they're going to do even more this upcoming summer than like what they did. So they still were able to get good exposure last summer and it's gonna be like even better this summer. That's another benefit, like you said, that you're just around more. Like after a game, you know, you're still able to go home, sleep in your own bed to where, yeah, prospects. I mean, I already made the comment before, like in June, we were home for one week. So it was like, I mean, I just feel doing Legion would give you the flexibility to do more outside of like baseball. And again, like I said, we're lucky to have Lonica as our coach because there's some Legion programs where it's just, oh, you get one tournament all summer. No, we right. get, like... You're one big one, kind of like 14 years. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, we get to go. We get to travel. Like we said, we're going to we're going down south a lot. So, we're going yeah. to Cincinnati now. We're going all these places. And the tournaments that we do have back in Nebraska, they're big tournaments. The like state tournaments. The state tournament's huge. We have a CWS tournament where there's teams from all around the country that come here. It's just it's good competition. So right. I'd say... Whereas some Legion programs, maybe you aren't getting that as good as baseball as you would with the prospects, but with us, it's definitely a lot better. Yeah, and like Lonick did a great job like balancing it out too. So mm -hmm. like we do have the tournaments like where we're going down south. And we have the other but stuff we also get to stay home all Fourth of July. Like right. We get we get to stay home and we actually get to be around our friends and we can still do stuff outside exactly. of baseball. Yeah. That's awesome. So we kind of dabbled into it a little bit, but is there any more explicit downsides of playing club baseball? Um, I feel there's not really any downsides. It just depends on how, like, uh, I mean, it's, I don't know. It's, it's hard to say because I feel like I got, like, a lot out of playing summer baseball. Like, I can't, I have no, like, downsides to it from last year. I mean, I had a lot of fun. Like, a lot of our team, for the most part, was some of the players that I played with all through select which was like 10 through 14 you yeah which is helpful so. right so it was like i mean i already had like a special bond with some of those guys and i mean like i said i had a tons of fun this summer like the only downside that i could think of is um just not being at home a lot not seeing your family a ton as much as you'd want like not just having like the outside life that you'd want but again like that also a lot of times depends on the person it's just i mean if you feel that like you want to be out and you want to be playing that much baseball and you want to be you know in those areas it's like then, I mean, you should you'd be fine. And, like, for me, again, like, it didn't bother me at all doing that. Like, I was fine with it, but, like I said, like, just not being around, a lot of that was kind of like, man, like, you know, I had the ability to. So, I mean, it, I, I don't find very many downsides to it, but at the same time, it's like there's not many downsides to lead, Legion either, in my opinion. So that leads to my next question. Owen, would you say there's any downsides to Legion? Um, There's not a lot, but... I mean, maybe the exposure part, because, I mean, especially with Jeter's team, at least, uh, he was on a higher team, played good competition, played in big tournaments, and got a ton of exposure. But if you're playing for maybe not a team like Jeter was on, you're just, I mean, you're not going to get as 
more exposure than you would say Legion. It's going to be about the same. So, so Legion. I mean, I don't really see any downsides to be honest. Yeah. And for those who don't know, when they say exposure, they mean like commitment-wise and like getting colleges. getting yeah. colleges to look at you. Yeah. Just yeah. being in front of college coaches. That's about it. Yeah. Yeah. So next, Owen, I want to talk a little bit about Boston. What was that like for you? Boston was super fun. We got to play at pretty cool facilities and competition. I mean, there was kids there. There was one kid especially I remember who was throwing, throwing 97, and he was an age group younger. We were playing 18U because we have kids who are 18, so we can't play under that. But there was a 17U kid throwing 97. I mean, we were in legit tournaments. It was fun. I mean, in the hotel, we just – messed around there was a nice pool it was all fun good food it was just a good travel you got to play good baseball and hang out with your team and your family and you got some pretty cool experiences with the Red Sox too do you want to talk a little bit about yeah. that so we had Lana our coach got us on-field tickets well Jake Diekman got us the tickets he yes. talked to all of us shout out to the, Jake yeah let's go Jake before the Red Sox Yankees game which, if you don't know, Red Sox-Yankees, big rivalry, one of the bigger rivalries in MLB. And we got to go down on the field, watch Boston take BP. It was a super cool experience. whole team was there. We all sat by each other. It was a good game. I think, oh, I don't remember who it was. Hit. But there was a player. It was, one of, it was the game where I think he hit three home runs. It was ridiculous. It was, um, For the Red Sox. Yes. It was like Rafael Devers. Rafael Devers. It was, it was Devers. It was Devers, Devers. Okay. yeah. He is insane. Yeah. yeah, no, it was a crazy game. It was super fun. Like, the on-field was just crazy. It was crazy. So Jake met you before the game and talked to you guys. How, how cool was that? It was cool. He was super just down-to-earth guy. Came up to Lonick. Lonick shakes his hand. Lonick and is holding Griffey. And Griffey's Lonick's kid. And he's just got the biggest smile on his face. Griffey's, like, hiding in Lonick's arms. But just super cool. He's talking to all of us. I mean, one of our teammates, Garrett Springer, he's just asking him question after question after question. Was, we were all doing it, and he's just chill, super chill, talked to us, told us basically everything. It's just like we asked him, like, you got any, like, rituals before the game? I'm pretty sure this dude, like, meditates, like, on the bullpen pitcher's mound. He just sits there. It's, it's cool. He's really nice. Shout out to Jake. Yes, shout out to Jake. That's awesome. So um, next we're going to talk a little bit about – I have two quarterbacks sitting in front of me right now, don't I? Yeah. So um, let's talk a little bit about not only just being QB, but like playing football in general, being a two-sport athlete at Lincoln East. Yeah, I think um, I don't want to say like I advise you to do it because like if you don't want to do it, like it's your decision in the end of the day. But I think it just like brings out a different compet like competitive nature, you know, out of you. Like in my opinion, like just playing football, being on the field. Yeah, and football is a competitive sport. Like, oh, if yeah. you're not competitive in football, like, you're not going to win. You're, yeah, it's, exactly. It's just you got to have that right. dog mentality. And right. I think, I think in a lot of ways it, like, translates to the baseball field. Uh-huh. Like, it, it's not, like, the same, like. As baseball. As, like, like, it's exactly. obviously a different sport. Right. And, and like, and sometimes in baseball you got to be, like. You, baseball is more, it's a lot of technique. you got to exactly. like, put a, It's a ton of work. Whereas, like, you can be a little. And if so, you're athletically gifted in football and you can just compete, like, you're going to yeah. succeed. Like, you still have to put in a crap ton of work. Yeah. And, I mean, but it's just a different sport. You just different mentality. Um, I mean, playing quarterback, I don't really play quarterback. Played the last game because he got hurt, but he's our starting quarterback. 
I was and, a dude at receiver. I was a dude. <laughs> yeah, I played wide receiver this year, and I'll probably play it next year as well. So, but playing quarterback, even that game, it's just you have to take control of the huddle. Yeah, just I think the biggest thing is just taking control of everything as the quarterback. I mean, that's again like something simple, but it's it's like the truth. All right. So, would you say that at East playing two sports is encouraged? I think so. Like again, I think like if you ask Lonic about it. Um, he'll say just like the same thing I did like do whatever you want do what you feel like don't think like he won't like advise you not to play two sports um, I know there was a couple kids who did play two sports this past year and like they quit their other sport to just focus on baseball and like it, it benefited them so like mm-hmm. it, it, it could benefit you but at the same time like I don't think it's hurting you by any means exactly like, um, so yeah I it's not encouraged I think it's encouraged in a way like if you go up to Lonic and you're like hey I really like football like I want to play it, but I'm just not sure it's going to help me like in this or spring basketball or, or basketball or whatever mm-hmm. you want to play. And Monica will tell you like if you love it, if you love the sport, like go play it. So yeah. I, I think in a way it is encouraged, but at the same time, like it's, it's all what you want to do. Exactly. I mean, it comes down to like if you like football, play football. If you like basketball, play, play basketball. basketball. Right. If you like baseball, play baseball. I mean, like you were saying, you made the decision to like quit basketball, but like that had nothing to do with the coaching staff. Exactly. Like I quit basketball because I wanted myself to just focus on the winner for baseball. But I didn't quit it because of baseball. I quit it because it was just something that I just didn't really want to put the work into anymore. And I'd rather focus and shift my work into football and baseball. And I will say, like, this summer, like, there was a time where, like, I was thinking about not doing football. It was, like, one of the tougher decisions I was going to make because there was people in my ear saying, like, it's going to benefit you for baseball, which it very easily could have. Like, I'm not going to argue that. But it's, like, I love the sport. So even when I said I might have, like, I knew in the back of my mind I didn't want to. So I kind of let some of those people get in my head a little bit, and I kind of just, like, I don't know, I kind of, like, let them take me over. And then I finally realized, like, after having conversations with, like, my family, I was just like, I can't, I can't do it. Mm-hmm. So I, like, decided, like, officially I was going to play. I kind of let some people down, I felt like. But, like, in the end of the day, again, it was my choice. And, and you got to do what's best for you. Yeah, and the cool thing about Lonic was, like, when I initially told him, I was like, hey, I'm thinking about, like, not playing football and just focusing on baseball this fall, like, getting kind of ahead of the game. And Lonic's like, yeah, you do you. Like, that's awesome, like. I'll back you with whatever. And then, like, two weeks later, I told him, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm playing football. Like, that's what I want to do. Like, I love the sport. And it was just cool because Lonic, like, completely backed me. But he's like, yeah, honestly, I, I, knew you, I knew you didn't really want to. Like, but he's like, yeah, no, I just I respect that. Like, you do what you want to do. So it was just a cool experience with that. But, I mean, just like, like I said, just do what you want to do. Don't think, like, the coaches are going to, like, have a say in it, I guess. Like, if you yeah. want to go to them for advice, great. But they're just going to tell you, like, it's all what you want to do. Mm-hmm. So we're going to talk a little bit about school. Oh, Jeter loves school. <laughs> Student athlete. <laughs> do your homework, kids. So um, just starting off easy, what's, what is your favorite subject in school? Oh, to be honest, right now it's probably Spanish, which wow. is, I know, I wow. know. It's kind of shocking, yeah, but is Spanish shocking. is low-key kind of fun because, I mean, I mean, I'll probably do, like, a harder, like, Spanish class next year, like, AP Spanish maybe, and just try and get as fluent as I can because being fluent in another language is a huge thing to me at least. But, yeah, I'd say Spanish or maybe, I don't know, I guess economics, psychology, that kind of stuff. I don't, I don't really got a favorite subject, I'm not going to lie. Yeah. I don't. It's not that I, like, just completely hate every single class I go to. It's more just, like, I don't really get excited for a class. Like, I'm not sure you get excited for, like, Spanish. Yeah, just, I don't necessarily get excited. It's just, like, you, like you, you have a goal, like, to do AP Spanish the next year. It's, like, I'm going to continue to keep doing this, yeah. get better at it. It's, like, I don't really have a class where I'm just, like, I need to focus more on this. I need to focus, like, on that. It's, like, 
Do you have a least favorite class? I do. I do math. have a least favorite class. It's not math. No, it's math. It's not math. math. I hate math. Oh, you have math. I hate math. It's got to be either for sure. Okay, I'm going to name off like three classes here. But <laughs> So, I thought you didn't hate every class. Okay, I, we got eight classes, but for sure it's uh, Spanish. I'm not going to lie. I'm, and it's not even that I hate the class. I'm terrible at it. And I genuinely try in that class. Like, I have zero missing assignments. It's just I'm not like a fluent speaker. I'm just not good at Spanish. And then um, biology is like... Biology is just boring. It's dude. boring. I find it extremely boring. Yeah. And, but it's like I genuinely don't like Spanish just because I'm not good at it. And then I, I, don't, like, I don't like world history. So next, I want to talk a little bit about community within the East Baseball program. Yeah, uh, I'd say our community, like our, I, would, I don't know, I don't want to say like community, but all of us, when we're in the weight room. The culture. The culture, yeah, culture, the culture yeah. is good. When we're in the weight room, we all blare music, we're all super locked in. Somebody tries going for a PR on bench squat, whatever. Everyone's Dude, the whole freaking weight room is just surrounding your rack. Just screaming. Everybody pushes yeah. each other. Because, I mean, it's always a competition. Right. Like, everyone's competitive, competitive. And, I mean, it just, but you're all still super close. It's like you're, like, slowly, like, just like letting people know if they see something like an Alonic made the comment like pitchers were just like like Paul for example he's a guy who like takes his role in the like he takes a leadership role because he knows he's one of the older guys yeah, yeah for pitching so like he saw some like a younger guy doing something obvious and Paul just goes up to him and like critiques a little bit uh-huh. and it's like that's like what that's like what we do that's mm-hmm. like the label we have like East is just a if like you have that East label like everywhere you go so like you represent that everywhere you go and it's like if you hear like he plays for East Baseball like 90% of the time you're going to have, like, a good resume on you, you know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Which is super, I know, important to not only Lonick, but the entire coaching staff and East as a whole, too. Right. And he he pushes it. He's just, like, he's the reason, Mm -hmm. like, we're like that. Like, I know he he makes the comment. I mean, literally in a year, he freaking changed 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 the entire program, academic-wise. For example, I was talking with this about my mom. Like, before Lonick was here, I think the average GPA in the baseball program was, like, 2-2. And it's... There was 78 kids with a 3 hour higher this year. I think I think a lot of people get too caught up in like the the whole baseball part of it like But Lonnie, he's the behavior of the kids. The behavior like, is the biggest thing in my opinion. He's huge about like what the baseball program looks like outside of baseball. Yeah. I mean, it rubs off on everybody. It's, like, it's the label you have. Yeah. yeah. I mean, when used to be where you talk about the baseball program, people would frown and now yeah. it's just like Oh, you play for East Baseball? Like, you're a good kid. Like, he like com- you're like, yeah. yeah. Like, he completely changed, oh, yeah. like, the outlook of, like, East Baseball program. It's, like, like, like I said, a lot of people, like, are caught up in, like, oh, you know, East Baseball was, like, what, 10 and 19 before Alana got here. And then they, since he's I been mean, here for four years, he, he made it to three state tournaments. One year, he didn't yeah. even have the chance to because of the COVID year. Uh-huh. So, it's, like, but I think what a lot of people don't, like, see is, like, the stuff outside, outside of, like, the of field. Baseball. It's, like, the, the behavior. Like, we, he made the comment yesterday, like, at, and it's something little, like just picking up the student uh, section. Picking up when the student you're done, section. People trash it. They just go yeah. home. Just pick it up. And it's like that little stuff that you do will mm-hmm. translate also to the field because like it's it's maturity. I mean, maturity mm-hmm. is a huge part of the game of baseball. Yeah. And, it, and it, it starts because we have his respect. Like he, yes. he he sets it straight with us, like right at the beginning. So he stresses like leadership from the older guys, 
the biggest thing from the seniors last year, like obviously the talent was huge, but the biggest thing in my opinion was just the leadership they the had. Late, they led by example. Oh yeah, like guys like, you had your vocal leaders like Cooper, Jalen Welch, Noah. Ryan. Ryan, then you had your guys who led by example like Keegan. Like Keegan, super laid just back, laid back. Jalen. Like, quiet, but dude just did everything right. Yeah, and Jalen's like the same way, like Keegan on the field. Like he's not going to, you know, critique you from – like what Paul did, like he's not going to see something, just go up to you and like try to change it. But like you'll he's going to do it himself. Right. And you know, Jalen's legit. Yeah. So you got it. You watch him. He's doing that. You know, like, you're going to do that. Like, I remember I would like watch Keegan bring take BP. And like it's he, just, he beautiful. just put his head down, it's like did a his work own thing. Motion. It's like, yeah, you watch what he does. And it's like, I, I want to do that. So it's like, that's going to be the biggest thing this year is just like losing that leadership. So I have a few more questions. Next, I want you to talk about your favorite thing about the coaching staff. For me, so when we do our hitting groups with, like, four people at a time, every coach is there. Like, they are all, like, they're bought in. They want us to get better every time. They want, I mean, they are very helpful. That's, like, my favorite thing is what, like I said, when we have those, they are all there. They, like, they're taking time off their work, coming to help us. So that's, like, huge for me. Yeah. Like, they're bought in as much as we are. Yeah, I was just say like, my – favorite thing is like how Lonic like the, and even the other coaches too I mean but specifically Lonic because like he's always the one setting it up and he's always the one that's around like the amount of time that our coaching staff like takes away from their families just to, like make mm -hmm. us better and develop us into like great players it's it's awesome and it's special because like they care more about like us and the success that we're going to have and like the development that we need it's, it's cool and then I mean obviously coaches have different identities like Doggett I look at Doggett more as a player than I do a coach honestly mm -hmm. like He's the guy, like the hype man. You know, he's gonna go up to you, and he's gonna. Like, he's gonna. He's energy. Just energy. Energy. Yeah. You're there. The dog gets there. You're locked in. You're, you're locked ready in. to go. Like where? Yeah. Like then there's Lonic, who's just gonna lock you back in, get you dialed. Brink, super technical. One of the best coaches I've ever had for, especially infield. Just he puts his work in. He watches all these videos. Everybody. And he's just invested in you when he's working with you. Right. It's just there's all the identities, like he said, and it all makes us super well and just brings, like, this great, like, salad bowl of coaching. Yeah. Oh, and it's yeah. just awesome. So, yeah, that's, like, definitely the main thing for me. And then also, like, so just the, like, relationships he, like, wants and he builds with his players is, is special. Like, mm -hmm. Every single one of his players, like, he tries, makes an effort to make a relationship with you, like, get to know you, like, and he's, that, that's why he's, like, so well at, like, if something happens, he knows how to, like, treat you in a way, like, for me, if, like, I do something wrong, he's gonna get on me about it, he's gonna yell at me, he's gonna be like, yeah, like, you know what you did, quit being lazy, blah, 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 to where somebody else, he needed, he needed to stay, like, focused in his own head, Yeah. so he did something wrong, and Monik's gonna go out there, and he's gonna comfort him, not yell at him, he's just gonna be like, hey, man, like, you're, you're our guy, like, you're the best, like, you're good. And, like, so he just knows how to, like, interact with each of his players for certain mm -hmm. things. So, I mean, it's, it, and that's just, awesome. yeah, that's just that's so awesome. off of, like, relationships and building it with you. So it's cool. Oh, yeah. And then next we're going to talk about your favorite baseball memory. However you want to take that, whatever your favorite is. Um, the first memory that came to mind was like eight U. We were machine pitch. I mean, it was like my first year. Of machine pitch? I never did machine pitch. I like coach pitch. It was. I was in Kansas when. Oh yeah, that's right. Year, so that's different than Nebraska. But yeah, yeah, yeah. When I was eight, uh, I remember we did machine pitch. It was like my second year doing travel ball because I used to live in a small town. So like my first like five six years was just city ball. Um, 
we were playing this team in the championship and they were like the, one of the better teams in Kansas. Like you're obviously not nationally ranked that early, but like everybody knew who they were. And we were, I think the game was like 10 to nine. Like we ended up winning, but I just remember cause I, I hit four home runs. None of them were out. They were all inside the parkers, but it was just so sick. It was cause it was like, I mean, again, it was like our, one of our first tournaments of the year. And like, I didn't even know all the guys like that well yet. And I mean, it was just like, so that's like the first thing that comes to mind. But uh, there's got to be something different, right? Dude, that's what I'm trying to think. For me, I don't know. We so there's always Miller to Lee. Yeah, just been the best team. We won like, ever. We won 14 U State, which was a great memory. Were you, you were Miller to Lee, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like 14 U, we won State. But that's probably the best one. Miller to Lee was the team to beat in in our grade as well. Miller to Lee, Tigers, Black Sox, Tigers. Rebels, Tigers. yeah, Tigers. But I remember I don't remember what age group it was to be honest. But that was the last season my grandpa got to watch me. And, uh, dude, he came to every single game. Literally, no matter where it was, he was at every single game. And the last – so it was the last year you got to watch. And we got made it all the way to the state championship, and it was on 4th of July. We didn't end up winning, but that was the farthest I ever got for, like, baseball-wise because we were I was never on a Miller Elite team or a Tigers black team. They were Omaha teams. I was in Lincoln, obviously. But, I mean, beating – because we beat Tigers black. That was biggest thing ever, like – Oh my God, we're going to the state championship. I remember that. Were you on, were you on Sox? That was this was Rebels. I was Rebels. on Sox fourteen, yeah. But yeah, Rebels, Lincoln team beating these Metros teams, and then but yeah, that's probably my favorite memory because I got the picture on my phone. Last picture I got to take with him during baseball, so I'd say that just like a special one, I guess. That's awesome. As we wrap up, I have one last question for you. If you could give any advice to your younger self, what would it be? Man, see, I didn't really have a good mindset when I was younger, yeah, even up till this year. Like, my mindset it definitely changed. So just figure out what you want to do and do that crap. Yeah. Like, I would kind of just go through the motions, I feel like, when I was younger and just maybe not – I'd do the practice, maybe not a lot of practice outside of it. But, like, now – I just see the importance, and if you like something, do it, and do it as well as you can, because that's going to get you as far as you want, because if you like something, like, you can do it. It's hard to just keep persistent with something that you don't like, so for me, I mean, I would say, if you like baseball, work hard at it, just always work hard. Uh, I would say, like, I was always a kid that, like, worried about, like, every little thing. Like, I'd go, like, one for five one game with, like, two strikeouts and then be in the back of my mind, like, the next game. And it's, like, I would just say, like, like relax almost. And that's simple, but, like, at the same time, it means just, like, don't constantly worry about things. Like, in, in a way, don't care, but, like, still be really passionate about it. Like, don't care about the result. Care about the process, you know? Mm. Oh, that nice. That's sweet, huh? Yeah. So, that's <laughs> yeah, but, say, um, that's yeah like, and I'd build on that. Confidence was a huge thing. Yeah. Because, I mean – yeah, confidence is a big thing for me yeah. now, at least. Because I'd say my confidence has grown a lot since even last year. So It was just like I only had confidence when I was doing good. And it's like you need to have confidence 100% All the time. Of the time. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I mean, for sure, it's just like just like relax. Like once I realized. You got to have fun. Once you, like yeah. for me, if you have fun, you're going to do good. If you're not having fun, that's where things just start piling up and going wrong. It's, yeah. Yeah. And it was actually later than I wanted it to be, but it was actually like this mid-spring was when I kind of realized like, if you don't care about like everything that's happening, everything that's going on, like you're gonna 
almost do better once you realize you don't care like you stop thinking and it's like it's again a sport that you do need to think about a lot of things because mm-hmm. it's like a complicated sport but at the yes. same time it's like if you just don't think and you do you like that makes everything so much easier and again it's something simple like just like being in the box like you can't overthink anything so like that's like that was the biggest thing for me this spring and that's why I like really made a jump from spring to summer it was because I kind of went into the summer knowing and having that mindset like just don't care about the result like it doesn't it, in the end of the day it doesn't matter like what matters is when you get to the spot where you're at and if you develop properly and you did everything in your power to get there and like you're putting in the work and everything then it's all gonna work out so there's a time let, let time do its thing you know so um before we wrap up give me your go-to walk-up song um, I was, I would say mine. I got a couple, but for starters, I like Follow God by Kanye West. Mm, that's, that's a that, good, that's, that's a good walk-up song. I would say my walk-up song, the great walk-up song, be Feeling Peachy by Kodai Black. Oh, that'd be so It's sick. a good walk-up song. That'd be sweet. Well, thank you both for joining me today. You both were fantastic. And thank you all for tuning in to this episode of East Baseball on the Mic. Thanks for having us, Help. Thank you. No problem.